Welcome to Listen Up America, a show about the truth, opinions, and thinking. A constitutional and conservative podcast in a world of woke cancel culture. We are the resistance. So a racist, 78-year-old, dim-witted, mentally deficient man who really likes how little girl's hair smells was sworn in to the office in Washington, D.C. I give it all the six months, folks. Six months, that guy's gone. He will either have a medical episode or Nancy and the crew, they're going to go full hard at him with the 25th Amendment. Now remember, just before they started talking the 25th Amendment on Trump, Nancy just brought it up out of the blue because they knew Biden was going to be their guy. And they were just checking into it, supposedly. Do not for yourself think that Joe Biden is going to last four years. The smart move is let him finish his four and then Kamala, Kamala, Kami, Camel Toe, whatever her name is, she will be the one that will run in four years and continue her political career. But there's no way it's going to happen. The guy speaks in four word sentences. If you were brave enough to listen to any part of that inauguration speech that he read, on a teleprompter with his squinty little eyes, you can see the guy is Dick and Jane runs kind of guy. He cannot put thought and words together anymore. Pelosi, the progressive movement, the media, the swamp, all of it. They're going to make a move on him and they're going to push him out because he can only do so much. Everybody else is doing all the work, all the planning and all the thinking behind the scenes. And they just put a pen in his hand and tell him, sign this, Joe. Go out there and read that teleprompter, Joe. We'll take care of everything else. First news conference held at the White House the day of the inauguration. Lady that is the press secretary sitting there, and she's getting asked questions, and she gives no answers of any clarity whatsoever to anything. And even reporters from the left wing are going, wait, I thought you said you were going to be uh, clear on this, and you're going to be uh, you know, very transparent on the information you're going to share, but you're not sharing anything. Oh, that's the way it's going to be. They're not going to share anything. They're just going to say a lot of hyperbole and a lot of cliches and expect all of us to just go, ooh, 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 he is such a great guy. They will move on him. They will push him out. Thanks for getting us the office. We're done with you now. And then Kamala, Kamala, Camel Toe, Kami, whatever her name is, she will become your president of the United States of America. And it gets even better because Nancy Pelosi, people, you will have two San Francisco grown, bred, raised, taught Marxist politicians in the White House. Six months. I'll be stunned if it goes more than six months, but it won't be much more, if at all. That will be the White House. And you think what happened this week with his executive order slam as soon as he sat at the desk with that stack of 17? Uh, You've not seen anything yet. It's going to get so much worse. So in that speech, and the media losing their mind of, oh my God, what a moment. This, this wonderful human being and that evil piece of crap is gone. Calls for unity. We will all now be in a happier world because Joe won. Everything will just line up. And for those that don't follow the rules, do not conform, you will disrupt our unity. And we will not have that. So they're calling for unity. What does that mean? 
straight up, folks, they want you to conform to what they believe, what they think, and what they're going to do. And they don't want to hear from you anymore. So middle-class America, shut up. Sit back and enjoy the ride because we're about to ruin all of your lives, no matter your race, your gender, your age, anything. You're middle class. You are the target by these people. Obey, conform, or else. Here's some audio clips from politicians and celebrities over the last three, four years to give you a taste of just how impassioned and humanitarian they all are. Nancy Pelosi, June 2018. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. Senator Cory Booker, July 2018. Please don't just come here today and then go home. Go to the Hill today. Get up and please get up in the face of some Congress people. Nancy Pelosi, August 2020. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue with their allies in the Congress of the United States. Joe Biden, March 2018. They asked me, would I like to debate this gentleman? And I said, no. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. The Queen of Humanity, Madonna, January 2017. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Governor Cuomo, New York, September 2020. He can't come back to New York. He can't. He's going to walk down the street in New York. Forget bodyguards. He better have an army if he thinks he's going to walk down the street in New York. Congressman Ted Lieu. March 2018. President does go ahead and fire Robert Mueller. We would have people take to the streets. I believe there would be widespread civil unrest because Americans understand that the rule of law is paramount. Hillary Clinton, October 2018. Cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. That's why I believe if we are fortunate enough to win back the House and or the Senate, that's when civility can start again. But until then, the only thing that the Republicans seem to recognize and respect is strength. Pelosi, August 2019. Sunday morning, I know I just came from church mass, but nonetheless, I'll say this. You're in the arena, you gotta be ready to take a punch. You gotta be ready to throw a punch for the children. One big mouth Robert De Niro, October 2016. He's a punk, he's a dog, he's a pig. Well, I'd like to punch him in the face. And squad member from Michigan Congress, Cynthia Jackson, December 2020. Be careful, walk lightly. We ain't playing with you. Enough of the shenanigans. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay. Peace and love, people. It's all about peace and love. Unless you're white, unless you're conservative and middle class. Well, then those rules don't apply. 
You need to have your heads caved in. You need to be re-educated. You need to be put in camps because you are a danger to what we are trying to accomplish. Anybody okay with this? It is absurd what these people are doing and saying and allowing Black Lives Matter and Antifa, the useful idiots of the country, running around, burning things down, looting, stealing, wanting reparations. You know, nothing better than a 20-year-old, let alone an 80-year-old, wanting reparations when they were never a slave. And especially the people under the age of 40, maybe even age of 50 that are black. You've had access to all the education that everybody else has had. You've had even more with affirmative action. And for some or most or all not to take advantage of this, it's not my fault. It's not my kid's fault. It's not anybody's fault. Take responsibility, mom and dad of any race. Raise your kids. Make them do their homework. Get them off the streets. Make them read. Make them do something with their lives other than bitch and moan. Because we're all sick and tired of it. Everybody's a victim. Stop being a victim. That's what the Democrats, the socialists, and the Marxists want. They create victims. You become weaponized. They don't care what you want or think. If you're black and you're 20, 50, 60, 80 years old, and you've been voting, and you most likely have, been voting for Democrats this entire time, what in your life has ever changed for the better because of their policy? We'll wait. We can sit here and wait all day while you think we can wait till next week. The answer is not a damn thing. Don't count on anybody in government to do a darn thing for you. Just forget it. They don't care. They just want your vote. They tell you what you want to hear when they go to the neighborhood and then they leave with your money and they go get themselves reelected. Maxine Waters is from Inglewood, California. She's been a congresswoman for like 30 years or something crazy. She doesn't even live in Inglewood. She lives in Beverly Hills. She lives in the white, white, whitest, white, white place you can ever be amongst her people, away from you, the poor and the middle class that she's supposed to represent. She doesn't care, but she'll grab a megaphone and she'll let it rip about how unfair you're being treated. You're being treated unfairly by her and those like her. DC, the capitals of the states, Democrats, socialists, Marxists, whatever you want to call them, they are your enemy. White guys and gals in this country are not your enemy. 75 million people are not white supremacists. That is the most absurd thing that they could ever say. I mean, blanketing something, 75 million white supremacists. Sure, tell that to all our minority friends. Are there meetings going on that I just don't know about? Is something going on out there? I mean, I'm not on social media because, I, again, you guys all know, it's disgusting. It's not helpful or useful at all. But what's going on? Nothing's going on. Look at the Pentagon. The Pentagon. Swamp. The leadership of the military of this country are full on into this swamp game. They handed out purity tests to the National Guard, the troops that go to the Capitol this weekend and sit on their butts and do nothing but stand there. Because once again, nothing happened. Nobody showed up. Nobody tried to shoot anybody. Nobody tried to do a darn thing. Again, I didn't get the memo, but as far as I knew, there was nothing going to happen. It was just another, whatever gets them off, let them do it, and let's all go about our lives and go work and go to school and so forth. But nothing happened. But again, purity tests. Looking at their social media, the FBI warned that there could be Trump infiltrators that will look to kill Biden. It's all nonsense. Never happened. Just more hysteria. But they did send people home because they didn't like the way they thought, the way they expressed themselves. And even in the National Guard, you do have the right to do that. The FBI, the Department of Justice, 
more swamp. The FBI dragged its feet, lied, cheated, and stole when it came to the whole Russian hoax by Hillary Clinton and the media that Trump was in bed with Putin and they cheated the system and found a way and got him elected and that's the way it had to happen. The FBI partook in that process and lied to all of us. We're supposed to trust them now. They've had Hunter Biden's laptop for over a year, and it's bad. It is really bad what's on that thing and what he and Papa Joe have been up to all these years. You want to talk about impeachment? When this laptop information comes out and you get to see the shenanigans crackhead Hunter Biden and his papa were up to and the money they took for the access to our government selling all of us out, poor, middle class, rich, selling you all out just so they can make a little bucks. That's it. Just make some bucks. But BLM and Antifa, they get free reign to go out in this country and destroy and burn and loot. And the left is like, they have to express themselves. Well, what about us? We're upset. No one's proven to us yet that the election was legit. We wish to express ourselves. And unfortunately, the capital situation, a couple hundred people really got stupid and really expressed themselves. And they're going to go to prison for that. But the hundreds of thousands and the 75 million out there, we didn't cause any problems. We may be emailing or calling our congresspeople and senators and maybe other congresspeople and senators that we just don't like to tell them, we do not like you. We don't like what you're doing to this country and we will fight you. Fight doesn't mean grab your guns, go to war. Fight means we will stand up and we will bring our ideals. We will actually teach our children and talk to our neighbors and our friends Get everyone's head straight on this. 75 million people are not the enemy of this country. We are not domestic terrorists. Nice. I like that they pulled that one out. We are now worse than Al-Qaeda ever was. So Wednesday night when old Joe got sworn in. So Antifa cut loose in Seattle, Portland, and a couple other cities, mostly in the West. Burning things down, taking over streets, breaking windows, destroying cars, private property, stealing and looting Police are doing what they're allowed to do under the mayoral direction of these cities that are completely lost and have no soul anymore. And they're allowed to do as they please, destroy. And then when it gets to a point, maybe they attack a federal building like they did and start a fire in a federal building like they did. The police ratchet up their ability to stop this nonsense and deploy non-lethal means to stop the protesting, arrest these people, and put them away and get them off the streets. That happened the day. They're spraying, we hate Biden. Well, join the club. But we're in a country now where their behavior will be tolerated. Joe will not send in 25,000 National Guard troops to Portland or Seattle and squash this nonsense today. Nope. But he'll send 25,000 troops to Washington, D.C. in the Capitol to protect 535 meatheads, Biden, and his new vice president. Because they're better than you. They're special. They're powerful. They're rich. You're sheep. You are insignificant except when I need your vote. So you people outside D.C., yeah, we're going to have the National Guard here. Nice how they treated him, right? As soon as the thing was over, they sent him to a parking garages to do rotative shifts in the freezing cold. Couldn't even let him set up any tents or equipment or nothing. Nope. Treat them like they are. Use them. Abuse them. But in this country, you got BLM, Antifa, the FBI, the Department of Justice, the media, all contributing to this. And now we're talking about censorship, right? We're not allowed to think anymore, talk anymore. That clown on Twitter, 
Dorsey, the big hippie doofus who looks like he does nothing but smoke marijuana all day, he gets caught on tape talking about the ban on Trump is just the beginning, people. It is not the peak. We're going to go after a lot of conservative voices out there, and then the other platforms will follow. This is not okay. This is not acceptable. And if you're on the side that thinks, yeah, 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 shut them all up. I don't want to hear from them anymore. If they can do it to us, they will do it to you. Whether you agree with them or not, they don't care. The Politburo in the Soviet Union didn't care about what any of the millions and millions of people in Russia thought. They don't care what they think in China. Just do what you're told. Nobody has voices in China. None. So it's just the beginning. And if you don't see it, you better think and open your eyes and process this information. Because once they take away a right from one, they can take it away from all. You cannot allow this to happen. You know, in Nazi Germany, back in the 20s and the 30s and the early 40s, they had a little group that did the dirty work for Hitler. And they were called the SS. That's what we all know them as. It's called Saul Schutz, which was translated to Hall Security. Their primary job was security, surveillance, and terror. You've heard what politicians are screaming about now. They want your heads. They want you re-educated. They don't want us around anymore. What do you think the SS did in the 30s and the 40s? Targeted Jews. The Jews were the problem. That's why the economy, that's what everything was about, was the Jews. So they tormented, tortured, terrorized, took everything from them. Now we have an FBI, a Department of Justice, a White House and a Congress that's just looking for a few good men or women, to do their bidding. And that purity test that the Pentagon gave its National Guard troops may or may not have been a part of that process. But it doesn't feel right and it doesn't smell right because the people in the military that actually, the grunts on the ground and in the air and on the ships, the airmen, the sailors, the soldiers, and the Marines, they're good people. They're the heroes of this country. The Pentagon, they're no different than Congress. They are so mad that Trump didn't get them in a war that Trump pulled troops out of the sandbox and sent them home to be with their loved ones because there's no point. At some point, the Middle East has to fight for itself. We can arm them. We can train them. But I'm sick and tired of sending our kids over there for what? So the Pentagon can get its jollies, develop new weapons, and waste more money on that. Meanwhile, China, Navy is as big or bigger than ours now. They're developing aircraft just like we are because they steal everything and we allow them to. I mean, the, the Pentagon has been hacked that we know of at least four or five times in the last eight years. So everything we have, China knows. That's why everything looks like what, when you look at photos of, here's the new Chinese this, the new Chinese tank, or new, it looks familiar, doesn't it? The swamp lets all the secrets out and are going to make the people below them pay the price. But the SS, a security force, you watch. We're closer and closer. It's going to come. They'll call it some, you know, patriotic, the people of freedom force or something stupid to just put a narrative spin on it. But it's the SS. It's going to get uglier. It's going to get a lot uglier. Remember, God, country, family. The executive order push has begun and 17 of them are being talked about and have been signed and uh, they'd probably do more, but old Joe gets distracted easily when he sees 12 year old girls walking around the white house and wants to smell their hair. 
where it's nap time. So 17 is what we got. So I'm going to go over some of them uh, and talk about them and how they're going to impact us so that everyone gets a sense of what we're in for. So up there was amnesty. Let's give amnesty pathway to citizenship for 11 million, which actually means 20 million. The numbers have always been a lie. If you live in this country, if you live in the California, if you live in Colorado, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, even the places in the Midwest that five, 10 years ago, you're like, where did all these Hispanic people come from? They came from us, California. See, they came to Texas and California and then boom, they spread out and they're all over the country now working in dairies and farms and all the low paying jobs that are out there. So we allow these people from the South, Hispanic, Latin, Spanish, whatever, to come across the border. Chamber of Commerce is cool with it. Liberals love it because it's just slave labor. It's all it is. When you're paying somebody under the table cash and it's not that much, but they're happy to do it because it's work, that's slave labor. So we've got a Democrat party who's screaming about reparations and slavery and our history. And all they're doing it to is the brown people. Bring them over. Instead of paying them 12, 15 bucks an hour, like a statement of wage would say, we're going to pay them four, five, six, seven dollars to clean a hotel room, to work in a farm field, to do any menial job, janitorial, anything around that they think other people won't do. All these jobs were done by Americans of any color forever. You know, working at a grocery store. That used to be for high school kids and moms who had their kids in school. That's who worked at a grocery store. Same thing that worked in fast food. You go to a fast food restaurant in California, good luck finding a person that is white or black. They're everywhere. Carlos Mencia, a comedian, love him. He's super funny. He lives out here in California and he's telling a story and it, and this just happened to us like two days ago when, when we were uh, on a little family roadie and he pulled up the drive through and the guy, Carlos is saying, I want to order a chicken sandwich. And it, the lady on the other side said, do you want creepy or green? I said, creepy or green? What are you talking about? No, creepy or green. It was crispy or grilled. That was the point. We're in a line of drive-thru and this lady at a Del Taco, God bless her. She killed it. She worked hard and got everything right, nice and hot. But my God, trying to understand the Spanglish coming out of her mouth in a drive-thru speaker that talks like this and when you place it, you can't have a conversation and understand what's happening. So they want to give it to 11, which means, like I said, 20 million people. It's going to be over eight years and they're going to get their way in and they're going to pay their fair share. Okay, you're counting them in the census. That's a thing on the amendments. And they voted. There is documentation. There is constitutional documentation and law that says non-citizens in this country can not vote. But in California, I can speak with my own eyes and ears. They vote. They vote regular. They go to the DMV and get their fake license because well, we have to know who they are and where they are so they can get insurance. Oh, by the way, we're registering you to vote. That's all public knowledge. We have millions of illegal aliens. Yeah, Joe, I said aliens. Come on, man. Living in this country and in the state of California, voting. You all want to know why California is the way it is? Because Santa Claus has never lost an election. There's a migrant caravan down there in Guatemala and Honduras. And they go interview them and say, well, we got 100 days to get to America. Because if we get there, then we're good. And we get all the free stuff too. Santa Claus never loses, but they're here and we keep wanting, we'll give you more. We'll give you more. Why do you think Congress, states, 
want to give their brown constituency that aren't even legal, make them legal. It's all about the vote power. These are poor people that are uneducated, that they want as many as possible. Why do you think, middle class, they want more of them, the poor and uneducated, versus the educated and middle class trying to survive? Why do you think? Come on. You all know exactly why. That's what Congress, that's what the swamp, that's what progressives and socialists and Marxists want. They want their class, the rich and powerful. And they want the poor sheep. So if they bring in more and they keep giving them free stuff and middle class pays for it till we're broken bankrupt, they win. We all lose. You know, Biden put uh, Cesar Chavez bust in the Oval Office because that's a message to Brown. Look, I'm one of you. And I, I say Brown not to be anything other than, you know, there's too many words for Latin and Mexican and South American. It's just Brown, okay? It's just what it is. We're talking about Brown. But Cesar Chavez bust is in there. And that's, that's to placate to the Hispanic community. Look, I'm one of you. I believe in what you believe in. It's not right. You should get to come here. Seek freedom and wealth as long as you're cleaning my toilets and as long as you're picking my fruit and my vegetables. We're good. But Cesar Chavez, he hated illegal immigration. Hated it. When he fought to unionize the farm workers in California back in the 60s and 70s, he would create like a Mexican mafia and he would go to the border, stand on it. And when Mexicans or South Americans, Central Americans, whatever, tried to cross the border, they'd beat their ass. They would not let them in because they wanted the jobs and they wanted to make the money. They didn't want their wages depressed because if there's more of them there to do the same job, they'll just go to the lowest bidder. That's how this works. Do you see the slave labor policy? Caesar had wanted nothing to do with this. He wanted good rates for the people that were here. And now Joe and the Marxist socialist left are like, bring them in. We want them all to press the wages. Which comes to a really funny circumstance because then they want to make a minimum wage. $15 an hour everywhere. The federal minimum wage to be $15 an hour. This has been tried and done in San Francisco in Seattle, uh, I think Portland, but I'm not sure. They sound like they'd be one to follow that. The results are as follows. First, the businesses lay off a portion of the staff. It could be 25, 50% of staff. Because see, if you're working in a restaurant, for example, if you're working in any type of business, you have a hamburger. It cost me $2 when I account for salary, rent, insurance, the ingredients, the fuel, everything. You got to calculate all these things to come up with a cost and then mark that up. So the $2 that it costs to make the burger, you're selling for three, four, five, eight bucks. Okay. You're making, you're selling it for eight bucks. See, those businesses need that money to pay the bills, to hire new people, to expand. They don't live in Beverly Hills. They live outside San Francisco. They live outside Seattle because they can't afford to be that close. So $15 an hour gets you. An $8 burger before, after that burger will become 15, 20 bucks because the cost of everything's got to go up. Because when you get it from the company that made that processed the beef, the shipping company, the delivery companies, and then all, everything in between, they all got to charge everyone 15 bucks an hour. Everybody has to get their taste. So by the time it gets to the restaurant, that $2 is now going to cost $10. And now you got to sell that burger for 15 bucks. 
if you're making seven or eight dollars an hour and you're upset you couldn't afford a five dollar burger, what makes you think at fifteen dollars you can afford a fifteen dollar burger? You can't. Your economic status doesn't change. If anything, it'll get even worse. You will not be able to afford. Yes, you're going to make $30,000 a year. Congratulations. It's going to cost you 50 to live. But wait, that's not fair. Before I was only making 20,000 and it was costing me 22,000 to live. Yep, close. Probably should have stayed in school and gotten an education, huh? Should have done something with your life instead of flipping burgers and expecting something to come of this. $15 an hour is going to destroy the economy. Businesses, the next step after they cut, they closed. Closed. Can't afford it. I and my wife and my kid can't afford to run said business by ourselves. Can't do it. People don't come because they don't want to pay $15 a burger. They can go home and make it for three. There's no point. $15 an hour will ruin the economy. That's it. Period. Poor, you're going to be poor. Middle class, your businesses, bye-bye. So another one, border security, old Joey, old Joe. Well, he put a halt on wall construction, pending review. So let's talk about walls. Bad on our border because we're racist for having them. But in a bill recently, a month ago or so, Congress passed a bill. Remember, $1.9 trillion that had billions of dollars of taxpayer money going to the Middle East to build walls. So walls in the Middle East are good. Walls around the Vatican are good. Come to find out, walls around the Capitol buildings is a good idea. So you got a congressman from New York. Torres is his last name. A new guy. Got a great idea because, you know, they almost all died. HR 339. It's out there. They want to put walls around the Capitol buildings. So it's good for there, but it's not good for Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California. Wow, that's interesting. Why is one good and one bad if you said walls are bad? You've been saying walls are bad for four years, people, but you're giving it away and letting people build walls anywhere they want except here. Now we're in the world of COVID. Walls, do they not make sense? People cross the border. They're not immune. They haven't been given their vaccines. As far as I know, they probably even made it that far south yet with vaccinations. We know they were ignoring them in the first place because we noticed in the last three, four, five, six, seven, eight years that people who were coming across the border had measles, had whooping cough. These are things we didn't have here, and it's all back. Thank you for that, Central America. But now we have COVID. The world is freaking out. American liberal politicians and the media are freaking out that COVID. You're all going to die unless you do this. But we're just going to let Another million, two million, five million for the next couple of years, just come right across the border. Bring your disease, bring your poor. Have at it. Mingle amongst the people. Go to Walmart and Costco. Go to Home Depot. Spread, hug. Make sure to hold onto those baskets real good and wipe your hands all over. You know, sneeze on them. Does any of this make any sense to anybody? No wall. Here's what's going to happen. They've got a hold on it, and they got a choice to make in D.C. And the choice is going to be easy for them. Cancel the contracts. Well, they cancel the contracts. Fine, no wall gets built. Guess what? We taxpayers, we just paid those contracts off. And those companies that aren't building them just got paid. Because it's a legal contract. The government can't just not want to do it. They got to pay. Because if they don't, they get sued and they will lose. Because they signed a contract that says, I will pay you this much money to build the wall. 
And if we cancel the contract, we'll still pay the thing because no contractor that's going to work with the government is going to say, yeah, it's good these four years. But in, you know, the next election, who's to say you're going to win? And then what happens to me and my people and my family and my company and all my stuff, my investment? Oh, don't worry about it. If they cancel it, you get paid. Oh, they get paid. So we're going to pay for a wall that doesn't exist. We always talk about the bridge to nowhere. Ah, How about the wall that never was, but we paid for it. So last week, you guys remember I talked about the LBGTQ, whatever, alphabet form and their uh, rights and how they're gaining all these rights, which means they're taking away rights from other people. So executive order time. So something like, I don't even know what the number is. It's low. I've heard numbers that people say like 0.008% of the population. It's probably even less than that. Of young people in schools that are male, but choose to be a female and a female that chooses to be a male in the eyes of you, the public, you will only see them as they wish to be seen. Doesn't matter what God did to them. Nope. They want to be different than they were intended to be. So boys can now participate in girl sports and vice versa. Girls can participate in boy sports. Think about this for a minute. First, if you're in the WNBA, and you're in this horrible little league that nobody really cares about, but you're making money. You know, the NBA is basically footing the bill for this. And how they're doing that has got to be the Chinese money because nobody in America is watching the NBA. So you got the WNBA, a league of women playing basketball. But Jaquan and Bobby aren't good enough to play in the NBA. But they can dunk on chicks all day long. So they're going to grow hair, take some hormones, Uh, get a boob job. I don't know. And they're going to suit up and they're going to play in the WNBA. That's what this says can happen. Will it? God, I hope so. God, I hope so. It'd be hilarious. I would love seeing dudes dunking on women in that league. Then people will watch because it'll be a joke and uh, vice versa. I mean, who wants to see that girl kicker in Vanderbilt that can't kick play in the NFL and run down that field? And just get lit up. First death in NFL history on the field. There it is. And this isn't, and anyone with a brain knows this, but I have to explain it. This isn't men are better than women or women are better than men. They're made differently. God created Adam and Eve, and he gave them free will. He told them, if you know the story, you can do anything you want, da-da-da-da, but don't eat the apple. God leaves. Eve looks at Adam eat the apple, do it, do it, do it, eat the apple. He did it. Kicked out of Eden. It's a choice. Biologically, scientifically, and under the eyes of God, there are men and there are women. You don't get to just change that. You could want to, that's called free will. But you were born a man and you were born a woman. That's it. You're making choices. There is no born that way. If you're confused and you feel a certain way, it's called mental health. You can seek help and talk to people about this. And through it all, if you're totally fine dressing up like a woman, fine. But you use the men's facilities. You don't get to go in the girls' locker room. You don't get to sit there, play girls' sports, take away the rights of those girls that want to go to school on an athletic scholarship, that want to participate in a fair and equal field of other girls, and have a dude in there Just steamrolling them. You put a guy on a field hockey or a lacrosse for women, girls, you're going to quit in a week because dudes will hurt you. 
The bone and muscle structure of men is just designed that way. We are physically stronger. Women are designed a different way to reproduce. They're smarter, but they cannot do the same thing men can do, and men can't do what women can do. They have to be separated for the safety and the fairness to all. So giving 0.008%, which I'm guessing is mostly guys that think, well, that's cool, I'll just call me Tina, and I'm going to go to the girls' locker room. Okay, what about the 50 girls in that locker room? Does anybody care about them? So they get to sit there and watch a dude that thinks it's a girl undress in front of them, take a shower, and the 50 girls just have to, you know, enjoy the show, and vice versa. The girls go take their showers, they get cleaned up, they change their clothes, and this guy just gets to sit there and watch this happen? This is absurd. I'm sorry. Boys are boys, girls are girls. God made it that way. Science backs it up. Biology is what it is. You can't, you can argue, but you'd be wrong. And it doesn't make me homophobic because here's the thing. I'm not afraid of gay people. Don't bother me at all. Live your life. Do what you want. I don't care. But don't impede other people's freedoms. Let the girls run their track meets, play their basketball and softball and everything else. And girls, you do not want to put your foot on a field or court or a track against guys. You will get destroyed, destroyed, if not hurt. And that's not right. The famous Trump Muslim band because he's xenophobic and racist. Okay, you guys all know the last four years, this country has not been attacked by anyone no Islamic jihadi thing, nothing like that ever went down. He protected all of us. He looked out. He used his head and said, hey, these certain countries, all of which weren't Muslim, North Korea was in the prize. You know, there were other countries in this list that we will not allow people to travel from. Forget it. It isn't happening. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. We weren't playing that game. Till now, old Joey decided, boop. You're more than welcome to come in because our FBI and CIA, they're good. They know. We'll ask your government, hey, can you tell me about this person? Are they a good person? As far as you know, paperwork, just been to jail like four times and you know, try to get, okay, cool. He can come on over. So get ready for the next four years of the little internal cells popping up around the country, but it'll be a distraction because it's white people that are the terrorists now. So that's over. No more Muslim band, as they called it. Paris Accords. (laughs) Climate change, people. Yes, the climate does change. It gets wetter and drier and hotter and colder and does it every day. It's been doing it since the beginning of time. This planet has gone through over 10 ice ages that geologists know of or have been able to tell so far. All of them took place before the Industrial Revolution and humanity got its foothold on fire. The climate is going to change because we orbit this yellow thing called the sun. And the sun is a bunch of gases that expand and contract. That affects our weather dramatically. Do we have pollution? Yeah, it annoys the crap out of me. I hate driving home and I see a bag of McDonald's leftovers just tossed outside. It's like, seriously, you couldn't just wait to get home and throw it away? It's annoying. I get it. But the people that scream the most about it are the biggest offenders. Now, what do you see everywhere you walk? You walk into a parking lot at any grocery store, any hardware store, you know, any Costco, Walmart, any other place. Look at the ground. Tell me what you see. <laughs> Disposable masks. I don't need it anymore. Done. Chuck it on the ground. You couldn't throw it away at the door. You couldn't just take it home and put it in your car. 
No, you just throw it on the ground. But people being obnoxious and rude versus destroying the economy of this country on a fantasy of climate change and the causes of it are absurd. California, oh, gotta love Governor Adolph Newsom. By 2035, all vehicles that will be sold in the state of California that are new will be electric. No gas anymore. No, I'm guessing no diesel. So you can't even buy a semi-truck anymore. But, you know, details. So in 2035, all cars are going to be electric that are new. In California, they've shut down a nuclear power plant. But hey, we've built a lot of wind, a lot of solar. When you look at the rooftops in California now, pretty healthy, covered in solar panels. I don't know if they're actually connected to anything or that the fantasy of what they produce is real. But here's the reality of California and its current situation and then what they got planned. We are a third world power grid. We can't even keep the lights on and the air conditioning running in the summer like we're supposed to. We were able to, but now we're not. Now, some of it is the overpopulation. Like I said, we've got a lot of illegal immigrants that are here and keep coming. And they take up a lot of energy. They crowd the freeways. They fill the schools. So it's only right to think, well, then it must affect the power grid. But they keep removing the typical sources that we get our electricity from. Well, we don't do this. We buy power from Arizona, a nuclear power plant. So it's okay to use their nuclear power plant and pay a premium than have our own and pay less. To make this freaking plan work, you all realize that every house would have to be upgraded and have an electrical charger put in it to your garage or outside. Every parking lot in this country. So you go to a football game, you go to the Rose Bowl, you go to the Coliseum, go to Dodger Stadium, you go to Candlestick, whatever, you go somewhere. Every spot's going to need a power charger. Every gas station will now be, they'll just go obsolete. They're gone. Or what remains, they'll be charging $25 a gallon for those like me that like our gas-powered cars. But every grocery store, there'll be an electric charger there. Hospitals, electric chargers there. The malls, electric chargers there. So we've got 40 million people in the state and counting. We'll say we got what? 18 to 20 million of them are driving, have access to vehicles. You will need at least double that in power charging stations readily available so people can just keep going and keep going and keep going. Your place of work will have to have them. So when you get there, you got to plug it in because you got to get home. So now we're looking at 20, 40, 50 million charging stations across the the state of California alone. Where's the electricity going to come from for all that if we can't even run our air conditioners because you flip our power off and have rolling blackouts? and you eliminate every possible normal way of producing energy, well, you got solar and you got wind. That ain't going to do it. It's very inefficient. People don't clean their solar panels like they're supposed to. Takes too much time. Wind farms, yeah, they're great. Great at killing birds. And if you ever drive through Tehachapi, California, or down in Palm Springs, California, or you're up in the Bay Area, just west of Sacramento, huge windmill farms out here. And half of them, on windy days, aren't even turned in. The technology is at best crap. Components break and wear down all the time. And that's why you always see cranes and vans out there because they got to go fix it. And you notice those nice shiny white tubes that are brown and orange and, brown and gray? Yeah, that's, that's the oil and the grease leaking out of them that keeps it lubricated. <laughs> it's environmentally lovely. But don't forget the birds. Pureeing birds is nothing better than that. So we're going to have super inefficient ways to make energy, to send an incredibly high demand of electricity that makes today look like a joke. It'll never happen. It is not possible. We'll never get it done. 
You cannot, unless someone comes up with some energy little poop on and says, look, it's the size of an Oreo and it'll charge the entire planet. Yeah, that's called Marvel Comics and movies and that's not going to happen. Realville people, if you take away the sources of where it comes from, you will have none. Currently in California, we don't have much. But electric cars, that'll fix everything. Mexico City policy, that's the abortion thing, where we stop sending money of taxpayer dollars overseas so people in other countries could have their abortions. Sorry, I was cool with that. I didn't want people using my money to get an abortion. You want to get pregnant and have an abortion? You go deal with it. You started it, you finish it. Don't make it my business. Now it's my business. So we'll have plenty to say about you people getting pregnant and getting yourselves abortions and taking no responsibility for being an adult. And yes, if a crime was committed and you're raped, you have every right. But if you choose to have unprotected sex with whatever person you want and you get pregnant, welcome to the party, pal. You're a parent. Keystone. Okay, pipeline from Alaska going through Canada and all that and coming down to like Nebraska. That's a good thing. We need the oil. And you people can sit there and say, you know what? We don't need the oil. I don't want to drive. I have a Prius. Great. Those shoes you're wearing, oil is actually in that shoe. The sole of the shoe, the rubber, that's oil. Anything made of rubber, oil. Manufacturing in this country, I know we don't have a lot of it, but hopefully it'll return as it did and they don't drive it all away, but it maybe comes and goes. Manufacturing, equipment, conveyors, motors, all this stuff, oil. Keeps them cool. Keeps them lubricated. Even your stupid little Priuses and Volts and Tesla pieces of crap. Those tires, rubber. The dashboards, the doors, plastic. The bearings in the wheels and in the motors, grease needed to keep them working. So you're not going to make fossil fuels just poof, go away. It's needed everywhere. You go in your kitchen. You look at your appliances. You go in your closet. Look at your clothes. Oil is probably in the, whatever you're looking at. It's in your plastic belts. It's in your raincoats. It's in the plastic surrounding appliances. It's all fossil fuels. So here's the funny part. Canada, you know, with that pretty boy up there that's super liberal. Well, he's not happy. Man, we need this. This is an economy thing. These are jobs. It's called being a hypocrite. He hates it, but he loves it. And here's even better. The unions working this thing are super torqued. And they're screaming bloody murder at the left because these jobs weren't $10 and $15 minimum wage jobs. Folks up there are making 80, 100, 150, 100. welders. If you can weld and you're working on the pipeline and that terrain and that weather, you know, my nephew does this. He's making bank and he does it on his own schedule. These are extremely high paying jobs that people want and need. But old Joe and the left, nah, we don't want that. Yeah, you do, because we use oil in everything. So some of you may or may not know, but before Trump, we were giving China $62 million in aid every year. Just boom, cut them a check, $62 million. The number two economy on the planet, our competitor, our enemy, we're giving them money. Trump cut it in half. Because he couldn't get rid of all of it. He could only get Congress to settle, well, we got to give him something. Why on earth? No idea. So we were giving him like $30 million. Not Joe. No, we're going to reinstate that. Boom, we're going back up. It's going to be over $60 million. They need the money. They need the money. They need the money. The creators of Wuhan, the Chinese virus, COVID. They need the money? 
You've got to be kidding me. So speaking of COVID in China, remember I told you last week, this didn't come from people eating bats because they've been doing that for centuries. So now China, a year after it all began, decided to let the World Health Organization in. Now remember, they asked to come. Trump offered to send the CDC to come figure this out, help everybody out, and let's get ahead of this thing. And China, you are not welcome. So here we are, millions sick, hundreds of thousands have died. And the scientists in China now say, look, see, we were handling bats, you see, and they bit us. And then, you know, we were working for the Wuhan version of the CDC out there, and we went back to the lab, and, well, things happened. So they went from it was the food to they did come in contact with a bat, and it bit them. So now they've admitted that scientists from the Wuhan lab were the ones that got infected. Do you think it's possible that, like people have been saying, this was concocted in Wuhan? And this is just an excuse because people are, you know, chewing on the bat thing, figure of speech. And it got out. Whether someone got it, walked out, whether they spread it on purpose, it got out. You know, the infection rate in China is still like 82,000. And they only had like, like a thousand people die. Everyone's recovered. They're good. But everywhere else in the world is a complete train wreck. You believe that? Do you believe the Chinese government, the communist regime is telling you the truth? Communists have never told the truth about anything. Chernobyl? Ring a bell? Anyone? Anyone? Chernobyl? We had minor incident. No worry. Meanwhile, nuclear fallout is drifting across Eastern Europe and towards Asia and eventually across the ocean. If the reactor had completely melted down and exploded, the rain of nuclear fallout radiation would have obliterated China, Japan, the West Coast. We'd all be infected with this stuff. So you think for a second the Chinese government's telling you the truth? Please, don't be that stupid. Millions were infected in China. There's no doubt. If science is science and math is math and one plus one is still two, and we have a couple of million people infected here, they got way more. I've been to China. I told you that. I see how they live. They are just crammed floor by floor, level by level. The streets are, you can't even walk a street in Shanghai without having people all over you touching you and vice versa. It was bad for them and still is. They just don't talk about it. They welded doors shut when it started. Did they ever open those doors? Because they're, they're expendable. That's what my whole point of talking to you people about this need to preserve the middle class and not allow the poor and uneducated to overwhelm this country. Because you're just going to become like the Chinese people. You're going to get welded up in your homes when you get sick. And they're going to forget about you. And they're just going to move on. Old Joe signed an executive order on covid that we all got to wear our masks on federal land. And sure enough, that night, he signed it. He's out there at the Lincoln Monument and everywhere else, just tooling around, no mask. So it's another one of those circumstances where it's okay for any liberal, Marxist, socialist person to break their own rules and go out and do what the hell they want to do. But the rest of you poor, uneducated, middle-class sheep you will wear a mask. You will stay home. You won't go to work. You won't go to school. But we're going to send all our kids to school because they go to private school and we're better than you. COVID. It's a joke. It is the greatest overreaction to anything all time. I was looking at stats from 2020 on the killers of America, whether disease and whatnot. And it's got COVID as like number three. 
cancer and heart disease were one and two. But we already know coroners have been fluffing numbers. Well, they tested positive. Yeah, but he died of a bullet wound to the head. COVID. Well, he tested positive. Yeah, but they died in a car accident smashed by a semi. It's COVID. Well, the person was 95 years old and was experiencing heart failure, but they had COVID. So the numbers are greatly exaggerated, in my opinion. People dying from it? Yeah. Were they dying from the flu before? Yeah. You notice there's no flu problem right now. This test was just thrown together and all of a sudden, you know, you got a test and everyone's positive, but then they come back the same day and now you're negative and you come back to most positive. How accurate is any of this nonsense? It was just thrown together in this mass hysteria. It is the most inaccurate thing going on. And the results and the end result is going to be inaccurate. COVID is a virus like any other virus. You handle it. If you feel like you're at risk, then don't go outside. Wear the suits and the gloves and the hats and the masks. If you're in a senior facility, folks, get your family out of a senior facility. That's where they go to die. That's not cool. So wearing a mask, that's going to solve all our problems. If it had solved all our problems, we wouldn't have it spreading as it's supposedly spreading now. Everyone's been wearing their mask. I see it all over the parking lot. So spare me that this is the end all be all. This is not zombie land. The numbers are exaggerated. Yes, people died and it is sad and unfortunate. But if you have a weak immune system, you're going to get it. And how you treat your body, if you do a lot of drugs, if you drink a lot, if you eat a ton and weigh 500 pounds, and if you're just old, you're more likely to get it. Being old is just the way it is. But the other things, that's a choice. Remember, free will. You made your bed, sleep in it. And sometimes people just get it. No explanation whatsoever. Sometimes a 10-year-old will just get it and die. 10-year-olds get cancer too. It sucks. But that's the way the world is. That's the way life goes. And to stop everything and destroy economies across this planet. Absurd. So Joe's back in office, right? Went from VP to the man. And Iran is ready to rejoin nuclear deal under certain requirements that they get to name. They want more money. Remember last time we gave them $150 billion taxpayer dollars. Plane flew in, boom. Surprise shipment shows up. Courtesy of CIA and American taxpayer, we give you this money. Please don't make nukes. Okay, we don't make nukes. We're just going to pretend we're making nukes. Yep, we're going to, you know, over here in these underground things, yeah, don't look there. And, oh, you want inspectors? Yeah, you can't have them because, you know, we're making nukes. But we're going to tell everyone we're not. Okay. We're going to be paying them more. Meanwhile, when Trump was in office, he built a peaceful and meaningful peace accords with Israel and several Muslim countries. They're now talking. They have government interaction, ambassadorial ships and so forth with the UAE, Bahrain, Egypt, Jordan, Morocco, and the Sudan to start. That's huge. And we're going to sit there and pay Iran. All those countries you just named, they're not fans. They don't like Iran either. They know they're the big bad guy in the Middle East that want to destroy everything. This week in media lies, lies, lies. So there are more calls for censorship and re-education for you Trump people, you white supremacists out there. Of course, the squad cannot stay silent on this, so the bartender and the rest of them are screaming bloody murder for all of us to be re-educated because we are a danger. Katie Couric on uh, HBO's Bill Maher also agreed that we need to find a way to re-educate these morons. 
No, Katie, I think you are the one needing the education. Here's something fun. Capitol Police Intelligence Report before January 6th riot warned Congress itself could be targeted. So they knew about it. They chose to ignore it. Instead of, they could have done something ahead saying we got these, if the media had just released that information, what do you think the likelihood is that those 150 to 200 knuckleheads dressed up like morons go into the Capitol? If the FBI has made everybody aware that this was a thing and Congress knew, guess why they didn't really too scared about the whole thing? Because they knew. And he knew what it was going to be. and knew how it was going to play out. And they just took that time to build up the momentum to tell the lies and get that message out that 75 million racists tried to kill everybody in the Capitol. You know what, guys? If we wanted you dead, I'm pretty sure 75 million could take care of it. So don't make something out of nothing. And try to be a little more honest about it. You knew that something was going to happen. Here's one of my favorites, Congressman Swalwell, the old California guy that likes to bang Chinese spies. So, reported by Axios, which isn't exactly a conservative news outlet, reported, CNN doesn't bother to ask Swalwell about Chinese spy scandal despite unanswered questions. Swalwell's office hasn't said whether or not he had sexual or romantic interactions with Fang Fang. That's her name. The whore whore is Fang Fang. And what we do know is she did help raise money for his re-elections before this latest go-around. It is believed by a Chinese analyst who works here in America uh, named Gordon Chang. Uh, Every once in a while he'll pop up on Fox News. Probably other ones. I don't know. I don't watch all the other nonsense. Uh, But uh, it is believed by many of these analysts that are specialists in China uh, that they believe China still may have some leverage on this clown. That's why he's not saying a word. And CNN isn't asking any questions. Joe Biden sparks backlash among some progressives over the $1,400 stimulus checks and coronavirus relief proposal. So remember, we were given 600 and when Trump was around, that Congress and them all fought and argued over when there was talks of 2000 so 2000 became 600, and then for the Georgia Senate races, progressives in the center Senate, we will get you $2,000. Remember, Santa Claus never loses an election. And they promised, and they promised, and now Biden comes out and says, well, we're going to get you $1,400. And everybody in Georgia and across the country, the progressives, the socialists, where's my 2000 And he explains, well, 600 plus 14 is 2000 No, 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 that 600 is already gone. I want 2000 more. You know, guys... There's no tax increases going on right now to take away, to pay for all this nonsense. They're literally just printing money that with no backing, no deficits, just print it up and shoot it out the door. Inflation comes, cost of everything goes through the roof, but your dollar's worth less. So remember those $15 hamburgers? Yeah, they're going to be worth 20, 25 in a little bit if we keep just printing money and giving it away to anything and everybody. This one was kind of interesting. Um, Jacob Blake, he was the black man that was shot in the back seven or eight times in Wisconsin, Kenosha, Wisconsin. And that started a couple of nights of uh, mayhem and rioting and vandalism and just all around American violence. Well, he opened up. He did an interview 
with uh, Good Morning America or something like that. And the dude admitted that he was carrying a weapon at the time he was shot. He was afraid he was going to be you know, thrown to the ground and get the George Floyd treatment. Well, the media that afternoon, because remember, this happened afternoon, his ex called the police because the guy was being belligerent and violent and dealing with his kids in a not-so-professional and parental manner. The police show up. They separate him. He's walking around with a knife in his hand, ignoring all instruction from the police, tries to get in the car where there was a gun, and because he doesn't listen and do the simple thing of stop, drop with your hands, put your hands behind your head, take a knee, the whole process, right? No, he rather just ignore and resist. We'll get shot. He's paralyzed. But he admits, now I'm carrying. The media then, and to this day, have never said he was carrying a weapon. They haven't corrected it. They haven't said a thing. It's just better, I guess, for the media and the BLM message that, hey, even though the black guy that was hurting his own family, which is black, and they called the police to have him dealt with, and he refused to cooperate, gets himself hurt. And the cops are the bad guy? Yeah. Thank you for that news. And Congress are looking to ban the sale and purchase of body armor. If you don't know what body armor is, it is the vests that the military and the police wear. They look like tactical vests, but they have usually plates, either steel, Kevlar, or both, something underneath it that protects them from getting shot. So it's a defensive product. Cannot cause any harm to anyone around you if you're wearing it. It protects you. So Congress members, Democrats, uh, want to ban the sale of this because, I mean, why would the public need, you know, body armor? Uh, I don't know. Why do you think? Do you not listen to the news? But those same people were wearing body armor at Biden's inauguration. This is reported by the AP. This isn't just like people said. They wouldn't name names because they never do that, but people were actually wearing body armor at the inauguration. Unbelievable, the gall of these people. But again, remember, they're special. You're not. Progressives got mad at Chuck Todd of NBC. Like, he's their lead political editor. He's, he's a big shot. Like, everyone answers to him when it comes to this stuff. But they're, they're really peeved at the guy because as soon as Biden got inaugurated, he went on TV and said, Biden must keep his promises and deliver on the 100 million vaccines in 100 days. Or it's a huge failure. The guy's a complete screw up and so on. Guess what happened? Liberal heads exploded. And lastly, Joy Behar of The View and Don Lamont of CNN spoke. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Be the peace. Don't let emotion get the best of you. Remember, you are the resistance. God bless you, your family, and America. America.